Welcome to the Red River Podcast, where we recognize our strength relies on our bond. It's a challenge to live this life on mission. So what does that look like as a wife, a mom, in my career, or just the typical everyday? Sponsored by Hookster Creek Ministries, our show unpacks the highs and lows as we share practical tips, uncover areas that most of us could work on, and thoughts on where to start. So grab a friend and I'll introduce you to some of mine when we engage in a coffee chat about how to live a missional lifestyle as an everyday child of the King. I'm your host, Candace R. Reyes, and you're listening to the Red Rover Podcast. Hey friend, welcome to the Red River Podcast. I'm your host, Candace R. Reyes, and I'm thrilled you're here with me today. Uh, we have such a fun episode in store for you. Our focus all season long has been how God is bigger than our excuses. Have you ever felt God nudging you towards a big dream, but you hesitate to take that next step? Friend, me too. When God laid on my heart to write Awake My Soul and then seek translators from other countries to translate this resource, I thought God was out of his mind. I had no clue where to start, but I knew more people needed to know how God loves them, who he is, and to find the simple resource to cultivate a relationship with him in those three biblical practices. Hookster Creek Ministries has partnered with different global ministries to ensure they have access to God's word in their dream language, number one. Number two, a resource that helps guide them through prayer, reading God's word, and praise. Recently, we helped a group, a group in India receive a thousand Bibles and books in their love language, Bengali. Now we work towards a new goal. In fact, right now we are working with a ministry in Uganda. We are fundraising for 374 Bibles in Luganda and 300 copies of Awake My Soul also in Luganda. The people over there have a limited amount of resources available, and several believers have never even owned their own Bible. The people in the village have been known to share copies of God's Word, but you can help. You have the opportunity to provide a personal copy of God's Word in their language, in their dream language, plus a resource to guide them through how to build this relationship by reading scripture and prayer and even praise. And you can do it for less than $15. Would you consider donating a one-time donation of $15 to help us reach our goal? Log on to hookstercrook.com for more information about our translation project and more resources that we have available. Again, that's hookstocrook.com, hooks with the number two, crook.com. Now, you just heard about my big dream. I would like to introduce you our guest today who also has a big dream, Ashley Moore. God has something big in store for this lady. And however, in today's episode, Ashley and I talk about some of the fears that she's faced when it deals with support from family and friends, is a ministry leader in her local church and a host of Be The Two podcast. Using passionate stories, she encourages readers and listeners to abide, obey, and impact their sphere of influence for Christ. She contributes to Kingdom Edge magazine and has submitted devotionals and articles to secret, The Secret Places, In Living, and Rescue, a devotional for homeschool moms. If Ashley isn't writing, you can find her with her husband, three kids, and two floppy-eared Goldens on their South 
Georgia farmland. Stay connected with Ashley by joining her for the Gratitude Challenge 5 Day to Grow in Gratitude when you don't like where God has you. Friend, I can't wait for you to meet Ashley. So grab some paper and a pen with your favorite cup and let's dive into my chat with Ashley Moore. Welcome Ashley to the Red River Podcast. I'm so honored you're here with me today. Candace, I've been looking forward to this for a while, so I'm glad to be here. Thank you for me, having me. Me too, friend. Me too. And I cannot wait for our talk on how God is bigger than our excuses. And so, but before we begin, I'd like for us to hear a little bit about your passion and how that has influenced your life. Yeah, sure. So my passion, when it boils down to it, the motivation behind why I coach and why I write and the things I speak about are to help people to abide, obey, and make an impact. I want people to know that when we abide, which is just a fancy way of saying, spend time getting to know Jesus through reading the Bible and hearing his word and spending time with his people, being involved in the local church, when we spend time in Christian community, God will begin to speak to us and he'll begin to convict us about things that we might be doing that aren't in alignment with his word. And he'll begin to encourage us in the things that are glorifying him to him. And, and he'll begin to prompt us to obey him. And sometimes that can feel really, really scary. Sometimes he may ask us to do things. We were talking a little bit about this before we started recording things that are way out of our comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Like for example, when I began to really abide in Jesus and begin to read his word and journal, I felt God telling my husband and I to move to Oklahoma from Georgia. So, I mean, that was a crazy thing, but I knew God was telling us to do it. So we obeyed him even when we didn't understand wow. and it didn't make logical sense to us. Yeah. And honestly, our parents thought it was irresponsible, mm. but I want people to know that our job is not to understand why God prompts us to do certain things, but mm-hmm. to trust and obey him. And we can safely do that because as we abide and as we spend time in his word, we know how much he deeply loves and cares about us. And he has good plans for our lives, for our lives. So, and and it's his glory and it's his name that's on the line. So we yes. can trust him and we can just take that next step and we can obey him. And then what's really cool about doing the first two things, which is abide and obey, is that God begins to use us and he begins to make an impact on the world right around us. And he begins to use our lives to bring glory to his name. And the way we live in alignment with his word makes other people take notice of him and desire to get to know him as well. So abiding and obeying we begin to make an impact and we get to do what Jesus prayed, which was to bring the kingdom of God right here to earth. And, and just as a side note, I know my example of obedience was like a big drastic thing, but it doesn't always look Mm -hmm. like that. Right. Like God's greatest commandment was for us to love him and love our neighbors as we love ourselves. So we really can make an impact more than we even know in our sphere of influence. So Mm -hmm. our volunteer roles, our school, our workplaces, our homes, just by simply loving God and loving others, just by serving them, encouraging them, being present with them. It doesn't have to be anything crazy, but you know, sometimes being nice does look crazy in this world (laughs) these days. Yes. 
but our simple yes our simple acts of obedience they make an impact and they bring glory to god so that is really my passion i love it the simple the simple things in life that's all he's asking us to do is to be obedient in that even if it does seem a little crazy even if it does make us feel uncomfortable and the he told you to go to oklahoma Oh my goodness, Ashley, that's incredible. And and you and your husband obviously felt God prompting him as well because y'all were in alignment for that. I oh my goodness. I'd love for you to share a little bit about that timeline if you don't mind. So, what was the timeline when you heard God's calling on your on your life to when you actually embraced that calling? This is such a good question and I, and I think for me, it was less of like a major moment this isn't isn't just in pertaining to like our big move but just in general like the general call I feel on my life from God it was more of a progression like I mentioned before God first prompted us prompted me to get to know him first mm. to read his word to learn his character mm. and once I had built started building that foundation I began to make decisions with him in mind so when I thought about our life together, our marriage together, what I want, I started to think, is this what God wants for us instead of what does Ashley want or what does my husband Colby want? It was what does God want? And so little by little, I began to invite God into all the areas of my life. And it was a slow surrender. <laughs> <laughs> I was slowly having to give up the way that the world had taught mm -hmm. me to prioritize things like money and education and career. Mm -hmm. And I really started to just seek what God had for me and what he designed me to do. Mm -hmm. So I fully surrendered to Christ when I was 21. So it was another seven years of really walking with God and learning about him and obeying his commands to the best of my ability before I realized he was calling me to write and to begin telling my story and talking about him. So, I mean, that was like, it was just a progression. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I love that you said that the very first thing that you had to do was you had to learn about his character. You had to learn that you could trust him because for us to do these things that he has called upon our lives, we have to be willing to surrender to somebody we trust. And if we don't trust him, then we don't surrender. We think that we know best. We think that we, we are the ones that, you know, make all the best decisions because we don't know the person who is really in authority and who has great intentions for us. I mean, his purposes are good. And so we need to learn about his character, which is, again, friends, remember, pray, read, and praise. That's how you get to learn yes. about his character is pray, read, and praise, is, is diving into God's word, spending that at least 15 minutes of your day with him. And, and that's what Ashley did. Ashley spent that time with God to get to know him and then built that, that relationship with him. And I love that. Now, Ashley, we recently polled... Um, we polled people and asked them, what has stopped you in the past from saying yes to the calling on your life? And we got so many great responses back. And before we, we started talking, I sent this over to you and you, you mentioned that there was one in particular response that really resonated with you. And that was, I don't have a support system. 
And so could you share a little bit of how that resonated with you? Yeah, absolutely. So like I mentioned just a minute ago, I was 21 when I got saved and my family prior to my salvation were either baby believers like just converted or were completely unchurched. So Mm -hmm. as far as like family, I had no support system. Like Mm -hmm. if I were to go to one of my family members and say, I think I feel God calling me to write. I think I feel God calling me to share. Like they would have looked at me like I was crazy. Mm. And that was my greatest hesitation because I was such a new believer and I was Mm. so easily rocked Candace in the beginning because I thought I needed someone's permission Mm. to move forward. I thought that I needed I kind of was like a kid, you know, how a kid will like kind of look up at you. You're a mom, Candace, you know, we'll kind of look up at you and see like, is this okay if I do this? You know, they kind of look and glance and sometimes they still do it, but (laughs) (laughs) right. Right. Yes. But I mean, that's what I was doing. I was like looking up at everyone else Mm -hmm. and I was like, Hmm, is this okay? Mm -hmm. Can I write about Jesus? can I talk about Jesus? Can I tell my story? And I kept waiting for everyone to give me the green light. And I kept getting stuck there Mm. and I was not moving forward. But then God started to reveal through his word, who I was, who he said I was. And I didn't know prior to this, I didn't know that there was a Bible where Jesus like lays out for us who we are in Christ. And I mean, once I started reading these verses, girl, I was on fire. So I would love to read some of them too. Absolutely. Go for it. Okay. So in Matthew 5, 14, it says, you are the light of the world. Jesus is talking about us. We are the light of the world, a town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Second Corinthians 9 eight, it says, and God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. And then in first Peter 2 9, it says, you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who calls you out of darkness into his wonderful light. And then Psalm 107 too, this is what made me start my podcast. It says, has the Lord redeemed you? Then speak out, tell others he has redeemed you from your enemies. I didn't need anyone's permission to do what God was calling me to do. Just like the moon doesn't come out and ask for permission to reflect the sun. We don't have to do that either. God has designed us to reflect his son, Jesus Christ. And we don't have to wait around for someone to give us permission. God has already said, this is what I made you to do. Yes. And we have authority from God. In Matthew 28, 18 through 20, I'll end with these. It says Jesus has authority in, in heaven and in earth. And then he told us what to do. He said, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then he said, teach these new disciples to obey the commands I've given you. And then he, he reminds us, be sure of this. I am with you always until the end of the age. So I didn't need someone to sign off on my dreams to write and create because God had already given me permission. Mm-hmm. He created us to bring glory to his name 
in the unique and special way that he designed us to do it. Amen. Oh man. Friends, I wish you could have seen her share this because the light and just how much she lit up was incredible because that's the Holy Spirit within you, Ashley. It, it, you got you get on Thank fire you. for this and I I love it. And so I'd love for you to share because I mean you've already you've you've already preached, which I'm so grateful for. Girl, you <laughs> laid it down. But I would love for you to to talk to that one person. That one person, I mean, you've given so many great scriptures for them to hold on to, which friends, Ashley will give those to me so that I can actually put them in the show notes for you guys. So you can go back and look in the show notes and find them for yourselves because it is something, it's incredible when we actually see for our very own eyes, the, the word of God written in black and white for ourselves, friends, that's transformational. That's transformational. And so I just want to encourage you, you know, every single one of these scriptures that Ashley said, it, it will, if you take hold of it, if you start memorizing it, if you start meditating on it, if you start putting it into your heart, into your soul and allowing yourself to walk in this way, in this manner, realizing who you are because of who God says you are to be friends, that will change your life. That will change yeah, your Don't life. take it from us. Don't take it from us. Go no. read it for yourself. It's yes. there. <laughs> yes. Challenge us. Say, you know, if you, if you're doubting whether or not this is really like for real, like, are you being for real on this? Challenge us. Go, go do it for yourself. Find these scriptures that Ashley is talking about and, and allow them to meditate, meditate on them. Uh, rem, you know, memorize them. So that way, when the enemy tries to attack you, you're able to, to state it back and remind yourself of who you truly are. And so I just want to encourage you guys. I mean, check out the show notes. It'll have Ashley's information on there too, but these scriptures, they're powerful. They're powerful. Ashley, thank you for sharing them. Now, if somebody is still struggling with this, if they're struggling with not finding that support system, you know, they're thinking, I don't have support. What words of wisdom would you share with them um, to help them get over that hurdle? Um, I have a resource that I'm going to mention at the end. Um, It's, it's a workbook that I created and in it, I talk about looking for godly counsel, people Mm. who can give you godly counsel. And number one, just asking God to provide that, like, God, please send people into my life that will encourage me and help me obey you. Like I had to just start praying for that because when I first got saved, like I said, I mean, the, the people I was hanging around my family, we were, they were largely lost and lost people cannot help you follow Jesus. (laughs) They just can't. Yes. So, I mean, if you, if you're in that situation, I would say find a local church where they're preaching the Bible and preaching the gospel and Jesus is the centerpiece Mm -hmm. and, and put yourself out there, you know, ask for what you need. And then in particular, I know you have a lot of people listening who are pursuing callings like writing and speaking, Mm -hmm. find communities of Mm -hmm. people that are doing those things, right? Because we were talking about this earlier. It can be really isolating and you have to find people that 
are doing the same thing as you so you don't feel like a crazy person yes <laughs> and I know yes. you have the the Red Rover community and then there are writing communities there are so many things out there so I mean pop that into your Google search bar and find mm-hmm. communities to get plugged in if you're looking for support with a specific calling yes absolutely and I and I want to piggyback on that Ashley because you talked about getting involved with the church friend I'm I want to encourage you not just attend a church, get involved with a church. Okay. That means, you know, going and serving, going to a small group, finding that community inside your, the body of Christ that wants to love on you, that wants to know, Hey, you're going on vacation. How can we pray for you? Or, Hey, can I watch your dog or your, or your cats? However, you know, however we can love on you, or maybe you're having surgery and they want to bring you meals. Find that community. And the only way for you to do that, it's not just going to come to you, you know, and I think so many times we think that it's just going to appear and it's not just going to appear. No, it's going, you have to be intentional. You have to work the land. You have to be willing to go out there and, and say, okay, here I am. I'm going to go to this small group and I'm going to try to build community. So we just want to encourage you build that community, find, um, find a way to, to get out there. And I know being vulnerable, it's intimidating. It's a little scary, but you know what? God says you are a priceless gem. And I mean, you just heard about all these things that Ashley just said that are in scripture written about you. And so don't allow the enemy to put these thoughts in your head that you are not worth it. You, nobody's going to like you. Don't say, because that is a lie. That is a lie from the enemy. And we just want to encourage you, step out, go make friends. I mean, he says, go make make disciples, right? He said, go make disciples. He didn't say the disciples are going to come to you. He didn't say people are just going to flock to you. No, you have to go out. You have to go for, go reach out to them. So we just want to encourage you to do that. Now, it took me about seven years as well. You mentioned about seven years for you to, to step out. It took me as well, seven years. I think that's a, that's a good little number there, huh? (laughs) (laughs) The number of perfection. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, it took me seven years to say yes and embrace my own calling. And part of that was I had, I struggled with two different types of fear that really hesitated me. And that was the fear of success and the fear of failure. Which of these two did you, did you struggle with? Oh yeah. Okay. I'm going to tell you a story. Okay. So I remember a couple of years ago, I felt super ashamed because I had taken a leap of faith and started a health coaching business for women. Okay. And then I felt God, I felt God start telling me it was time to pivot. Mm. And I felt him start telling me it's time to write a book. And I mean, I wrestled with that so much because I was like, God, I don't know how to write a book. <laughs> yep. Like, what are you even asking me to do right now? Right. And I was so embarrassed because I had gone all in on this coaching business. I mean, I had invested in it. I had taken, I had taken like a business trip. Mm-hmm. I had started building a platform on social media, like drawing people to this business. And now God was calling me to pivot. 
and it was tough. Mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. now, I can look back now and I can see how God was using it to prepare me for writing. And, you know, we have to build the platform and do all the things. But then Candace, it just felt like a failure. Mm. I felt like a failure and I was embarrassed. But what I felt God calling me back to were those three pillars that I was telling you about abide, obey, and make an impact. So I just went back to obedience and I had to ask myself, who am I going to obey? Am I going to let what other people deem as a failure take me off course from obeying God? Or Mm. am I going to obey God no matter what other people think, including myself? Right, right. So yeah, I definitely have struggled with the fear of failure. And I feel like it's something that God uses often to keep mm-hmm. me humble mm-hmm. and to remind me when I get hooked to things, yoked yes. to things yes. like man's approval. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, failure, I, for me, it was, it kept me humble and reliant on the one who never fails. Right. And remembering yes. that it, it is not, it is not us that is doing this. It, it is God. We are to just work it but he provides the fruit from it. And, and so reminding ourselves that, you know, everything else is his, everything is his. Our, the only thing that we get to own is saying yes, is doing it right. Yes. So, well, friends, I know you are going to want to reach out to Ashley and you're going to want to find her and how to get a hold of her. So Ashley, I want to first thank you for coming on today and talking with me and sharing all the good stuff and um, I wanted our people to learn more about you so that we can, they can become your peeps. So how can they find out more about you? And also I'd love for you to share if you would, what are you working on? So the best place to find me is the homepage of my website. So ashleynicolemore.com. You can just find me there and you can find all the other places I hang out from that direct link. And I would love if you're that person listening right now and you struggle with feeling like you need permission from other people, I created a workbook for you and it's going to help you get clarity and permission to chase the dreams that God has laid on your heart. I'm going to walk you through the process I went through. Um, It includes prayer and fasting, what to look for in wise counsel, and then how to even take action when you feel like God is silent. So you can get that at the homepage of my website. And currently, y'all pray for me. I am almost finished writing my first book. It's going to need so many edits because like like I said, I do not know how to write a book, but I am... (laughs) completely and humbly dependent on God and I'm leaving the results up to him. I'm just going to be obedient. (laughs) Amen. I'm so excited. I cannot wait for your book. I really can't. I think it's going to be amazing. And God has given you so much wisdom, Ashley, and I'm just so grateful for your willingness to share it and, and to be out there and to be vulnerable to do so, because we need to hear what God has put on your heart and what he is telling you to do. So I want to just thank you for that. And friends, just remember when you step out with what God has called you to do, let your yes be your success and then give God the rest till next time. I had so much fun today chatting with our guests and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you found it useful and you were thinking about someone who might need to hear it as well, will you share the well? Yep, that's right. Maybe that's the one way God is asking you to live that missional lifestyle today by telling someone about our episode. 
maybe nobody's coming in mind, but you're wanting to help. Would you write a short review? Your review invites others to listen in. See, there are easy steps to living that missional lifestyle. If you're interested in learning how Hooks to Crook Ministries makes an impact globally, check us out on hookstocrook.com. Again, that's hooks with the number two crook.com. Thank you so much for joining me today. And remember, your yes to God is your success. How it impacts the world, well, that's his. So continue living that missional lifestyle as an everyday child of the kingdom. Till next time.